Hello, friends. Welcome back to the 25 North Podcast. I am your GM, Jason, and we have another Meet the Crew episode in store for you today. This week, we have Sarah. Hey, hey, everyone. (laughs) And Sarah, how about you just, you know what? I'm just going to let you uh, tell us about yourself. Sure, absolutely. Um, All right, so I am Sarah, (laughs) and I'll be playing a pretty fun character, first time doing something like that, so excited to describe him later on in this little short. Uh, But yeah, I'm Sarah, I'm fascinated with weather, thus I am a meteorologist, that is um, what I do for work. I'm married to my lovely wife, who is also going to be participating in the podcast. She's going to be also playing a pretty fun character who I know well, but she's played it before in some other games. I am a crazy cat lady, if you will. I do love cats, and <laughs> Jason's laughing at that because it's true. Um, and yeah, let's see what else. Born in California, raised in Denver, and kind of just moved all over the country. Big into anime. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to cosplay quite a bit. I was one of those Denver cosplayers that just, you know, every con, every moment, every photo shoot, try to build a new costume. It was a lot of fun. Um, Just having moved around the country, growing up a bit, it's not really something I do as much anymore, but hey, it's something about me. (laughs) Hey, maybe um, you guys will be back in Minnesota. Maybe you can cosplay as your characters for Halloween. That would be so much fun. We kind of have a plan to do a Matrix thing for Halloween. Oh, nice. However, nice. we can have multiple characters. Why not, right? Right, <laughs> Multiple right. costumes. I, um, so my son is really into, um, into Nightmare Before Christmas right now. Mm-hmm. So he wants to cosplay, or I shouldn't say, I guess it is cosplaying, but he wants to go for Halloween as Jack Skellington. Oh, how fun. But then again, um, I am usually the one who likes to stay at home and hand out the candy to the kids. So we'll see. It'll, it'll be new for us. If for We're getting a house. Yeah. We're moving back. Um, we actually move in just a couple of weeks going back to the Midwest. So we're, we're going to be getting a home and it'll be our first Halloween with a home. And yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. That'll be that'll be fun. We haven't gone all out yet, but I think my son is really getting into the holiday. Mm-hmm. So um, we might have to go all out this year with um, decorating the front yard and that whole shebang. Yeah, Though last year, last year with COVID, we didn't get that many kids, unfortunately. It, it should be different this year. I'm thinking it will. Um, just, you know, more and more people out and about. But yeah, I mean, we'll dress up the cats. They'll flop yeah. on the floor and meow at us. <laughs> so um, I know your cat's names, but do you it's, want to share your cat's names? Absolutely, I do. Okay, so they're they're both Siberians and they're brothers. And one is Meatball. He's about 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and the other is Gingerbread. They're both males and they're fantastic. Two years old, three years old. That's awesome. And yeah, occasionally, I think when we did some test recordings, Jason, you said you could hear meatball purring in the background. Good. They can be pretty loud sometimes if they're right next to the microphone, but hopefully we can <laughs> move them a little to the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I know that you you already kind of mentioned this a little bit about some of your your nerdy hobbies, but what about RPGs? How how long have you been playing RPGs, and what got you into them? And 
tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Um, so, you know, you've got the different kinds of RPGs. You've got the tabletop style and the video game style, which is something that I have definitely been do- doing more of video game RPGs. Um, that's when I started ages ago. I'm, I'm a gamer, definitely a gamer. So JRPGs were really one of the first things that I really got hardcore into um, when it came to gaming. PS2 is absolutely my favorite system and remains to this day. Who knows? The PS5 may kick it out, but right now, not. Nah, so many games for the PS2 and a lot of them are RPGs. Um, but more on the tabletop side, that I'm more new at, especially Pathfinder. We're introduced to Pathfinder through, well, Jason here, um, just about, what, two years ago we started? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was. we were playing for, what, about, was it a year or, or half a year before you guys moved in person? Yeah, I think it was, I think a year sounds, yeah. sounds about right. Because we, so, yeah. we came in when you guys started a new campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, or did we come in the middle? So we were playing Pathfinder 1 and we were playing a sequence of modules. Mm-hmm. So there was Crypt of the Everflame, which I think you guys missed. Mm-hmm. But then you two joined in um, for Masks of the Living God, where you had to infiltrate that temple. Yes, 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 yes. And then there was City of Golden Death after that, yes. that you were there for. And then we ended it with um, a Cult of the Ebon Destroyer. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to Pathfinder 2 after yes. that. Yes. So, yeah, still fairly new to Pathfinder, I would say. Um, as D&D, we started that also when we were in Minnesota, but that was probably about maybe four years ago. Mm-hmm. We dipped our toes into D&D. I say we because Cynthia and I did it together and just really started getting more into tabletop RPGs then. And Mm -hmm. since meeting more friends who have been interested in it, learning more, uh, it's been a really fun experience. Excellent. Yeah. So with uh, Pathfinder 2 coming out, um, how has that transition been for you going from Pathfinder 1 to 2? You know, I didn't really notice too much of a difference, mainly because you have been there to help us transition. Um, Jason still helps kind of build our characters, uh, so that's nice. But we're still we're going to try to learn more about mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, so the transition hasn't been necessarily hard for me since I didn't really grow up on one Pathfinder one. It was mm-hmm. just ooh, that's different true. type, yeah. And now we're into two, and I really like it. I like the the battle style of the three actions. That's really cool because it's just easy to keep track of what you're doing mm-hmm. and. And it just simplifies it, and I love it. That's absolutely true. I, I, um, Pathfinder Two is probably my favorite system. It's my great. favorite, like as system, as it's built. But we are going to be playing Jewel of the Indigo Isle, mm-hmm. and since it is a pirate themed adventure, an island Hello? hopping, you know, searching for the treasure map, and potentially using the treasure map to find said treasure. One of the I have a couple questions. One of them is actually related to that concept, and I see Meatball in the background right there. He just laid down. Oh, yep. He he actually right down here. He's in his crate, <laughs> his crate that's getting ready to move for moving. Yeah, we're taking him on airplane. We're not looking forward to that. <laughs> I'll probably edit this out, but uh, <laughs> since we are doing a 
a pirate-themed adventure, one of the questions I'm asking everybody is, if you were stuck on a desert island, what five items would you want with you? And, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Is this aside from, like, the normal survival gear? (laughs) It can be however you want to answer the question. Um, I would want my wife there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It would be nice to have the cats there as well. (laughs) Um, This is going to sound silly, but I I love my computer. So it would be fun to have the computer there. If it, you know, we had electricity and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, Yes, survival gear. I would want some way to filtrate water and be able to survive on this island. Um... What are we at for now? Um, yeah, yeah. So, you, so you got Cynthia, you got your cats, you got your PC, you got water filtration. <laughs> yes, and basic survival gear. We'll just put that okay, together. There you go. Um, goodness gracious, and maybe, uh, uh, maybe like I don't know, my bed. <laughs> it's comfortable <laughs> nice, and nice. I like it. <laughs> Excellent. It's a it's a very distinct. I'm not going to spoil what Cynthia and Corey have shared because you're the third one. Mm-hmm. But um, you could it's very distinct <laughs> mentality is a way of ad- answering that question. <laughs> now the other question that's more it's more my speed and more of my interest. If you had to choose between cake or pie, what would you go with? Ooh boy. Um. I'm quite the sweet tooth. However, we were just talking about this not long ago, Cynthia and I, and I would say that I'd have to go with pie unless it's ice cream cake. Ice cream cake beats out everything. You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Excellent. (laughs) And again, I'm not going to spoil you or the audience what other people have have listened or answered that question as so. very curious now we'll get into your character so first right. and foremost who is your character and what do they look like all right so my character is juan jick and uh yeah so he is a um gunslinger which I'm very excited to play. Never played a gunslinger or any kind of gun-wielding character in a TTRPG before. I haven't even played someone who's used a bow. So ranged is going to be a lot of fun. Ranged uh, um, combat. Looking forward to that. He has uh, very, very good looking. He's a very good looking man, despite his charisma being uh, not so great. <laughs> so he, he he looks good, but he's, he's that... Um... He's that really good-looking person that when you talk to them, you're like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly, yes. He he knows he's good-looking, um, but he's just really, really terrible at talking to people. <laughs> and there are reasons behind it. Um, it's a very good-looking man. He has his hair. It's a, a dark-colored hair, and he has it in a tight ponytail in the back, and it's very long hair. Um but if you were to look at him straight on and his ponytail is just hanging in the back, he'd look like he'd have very nice uh, short hair. God. All, oftentimes, more than likely, it'll be under a hat. So he's going to kind of go with that steampunkish look, the steampunkish cowboy-esque look. 
um, and covered basically from head to toe. From the neck down, he is covered with his nice long, um, what's it called, that nice long coat. Yeah, like a duster. Yeah, yes, exactly. And he's got these nice long gloves on and uh, buckles and shiny things here. Just Mm -hmm. looking very good, very dapper. So like Vash the Stampede with a hat. Yes, more or less. And he has these uh, dark glasses on, these dark sunglasses that are more or less, uh, what are they, goggles? We want to keep with that steampunk theme. They're goggles that look a lot like sunglasses Mm -hmm. um, that kind of cover his eyes. He's always got that nice signature smirk going on. He's got the little Marilyn Monroe um, (laughs) birthmark on his face. Yep. And yeah, nice tucked in tie. Very, very good looking man. Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting a little bit of like Nicholas Wolfwood meets Vash Stampede a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like that. And just, yeah. Sexy yeah. man. A, a crooked or cigarette charisma. maybe? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Either a, <laughs> a cigarette in his mouth there or a little, um, what the toothpick? Nice. Depending on the situation, I guess. No, now, um, now with Juan, what are their goals and their motivations? Like what do they want to achieve and what motivates them to achieve said goal? Sure. Uh, So Juan is on a quest to figure out his purpose in this world, in this life. Um, It sounds pretty cliche, I would say, but that's really what he's going after. He just wants to know what, what is my place in this world? Mm Mm-hmm. So his motivation is just learning more, meeting more people, trying to discover more about himself as well. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, you've already kind of touched on this a little bit, but as far as character strengths and character flaws, um, let's um, let's just highlight some of those. Sure. I know for the flaw, you mentioned that he's he's kind of tough to talk to. Yes. But. <laughs> yeah, he's he's hard to have a conversation with because he will literally, and I don't want to play this to the point where it's annoying because I know that there are some characters out there that can hit on everything mm-hmm. and try to flirt with everything and be annoying. But no, he's going to be, I think I'm going to try to play that a little differently where he's going to try to be overly friendly with everyone, men, women, anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> rat folk, cat folk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we can just say that that's kind of part of his upbringing, if you will, in mm-hmm. uh, air quotes there. Um, it's why he's just overly friendly. And again, he knows he's good looking as well. So it kind of meshes together. So his flaw, yes, is he tries to be overly friendly and he's just really hard to talk to and he doesn't read the room and he doesn't get the message um, that what he's doing could be weird or uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) or just plain like go away (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, however he does his strengths one of his strengths is the fact that he's just extremely great in battle he's very battle smart he's very acrobatic so kind of think of a john wick get the name Wanjik. ah ah (laughs) so he's like a mix between john wick and bayonetta Nice. <laughs> yeah, he's got great acrobatic skills. He is almost pinpoint, as, as much as my dice will allow me to be, uh, <laughs> when it comes to his accuracy and his aim. And 
again, there's some reasons why he's just so good and so fantastic in battle. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. Now, that being said, one, and I've mentioned this before, that we I know that you're being a little cagey here because every character in this AP and in this actual play is going to have a secret. Mm-hmm. Now, that secret will inform their the character's motivations and play style. And you, the player, will help motiv- uh, inform your role-playing and your acting and um, your decision-making as the character. So we're not going to reveal uh, Juan's secret right now. But what I, one of the questions I do want to ask is very much that, that, that like party question of, Tell us something about Juan that somebody that most people wouldn't know. So not the secret, but like an, a fun fact or, you know, another, you know, secret, I guess. <laughs> um, I guess one of the first things, which I've already kind of talked about, is you see him and he's a very attractive man, uh, very good looking, and he looks like he would be suave as hell. And I suppose one of his secrets is that he is absolutely not (laughs) suave as hell. Um, So that's kind of one. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? Something about one. And then again, kind of goes into the idea that, you know, maybe you see that he's pretty terrible when just talking to people and trying to have a normal conversation, trying to be generally normal. And then you get into battle and he's just this very stoic, serious, um, almost like very very strong in battle i guess you could say again trying mm-hmm. not to to give out too much yeah. when it comes to to juan himself so maybe that um yeah and, and i know um what's really cool is and i think we can reveal this that mechanically um his gunslinger weighs the drifter mm-hmm. so he is he is savvy in both firearms and melee weapons yes. and one of the cool mechanics about the drifter is they can um, they can strike with their melee weapon, reload and shoot. Yes, which Absolutely. is so cool. Yep. So yeah, he's just very skilled when it comes to his battle tactics, and it's I, I'm looking forward to playing playing someone like that. I mean, like everything that you would see him is when he's this terrible, chari- really bad, charismatic character, and then suddenly he just turns into this great great um ally in battle yeah Yeah. and selfishly i'm looking forward to this character as well because um having gm'd for you for a number of years now um you've never played this kind of a character before (laughs) you've um you played lulu who was a two-weapon fighter in first edition who was just a blender yes and then in second edition in our ongoing um, for fun campaign, I'm calling it the for fun campaign because it's not not that this actual play isn't going to be fun, but it's the one that we do that's that's not recorded on the side. You're, yeah, yeah, you're playing a barbarian. I did. I was playing a barbarian, you, but you true. killed her, Jason. You killed her. Hey, <laughs> I I didn't kill her, but <laughs> no, no, yeah, that was. Man, the dice were rough that night. That was really that was a really tough one. Yeah. Uh, but again, it made the story dynamic and long live Ziggy. Yep. 
you were so you were playing a a barbarian. Yes. And so now in our in our non-recorded game you're playing a a sorcerer so yes which has been a lot of fun actually and and i'm not very uh knowledgeable when it comes to playing ma- mage characters like magic using characters in D or pathfinder so this is fun and i'm really learning a lot through um babs babs yeah. is her name but yeah um, you're this this one juan is going to be a lot of fun i think it's going to be it, I think it's going to stretch your your play style, and same thing with Cynthia. She's playing a a straight up caster, mm-hmm. which she's had. Well, she did a summoner before, but this is a very different kind of caster. So, Absolutely. yeah. Anything before we go? Anything you want to leave the audience with? Any anything you want to say? Questions, comments, concerns. <laughs> um, so yeah, questions, comments, concerns, anyone? <laughs> uh, I guess what I want to say is I want to apologize for whatever accent I try to give this guy. Um, <laughs> not very skilled when it comes to voice acting. I think in one of the just test plays we did, I had a, what was it? Paladin who had this Texas accent. That worked. He, he, yeah, and he very well white might have this southern accent that just kind of develops because, I mean, he's... I can't talk in a very deep voice, but he's... I'm going to try to make him talk very suave. But I just want to apologize that <laughs> it might change from game to game. It might change in the middle of the game. <laughs> but you that, will know he's talking. <laughs> that is A-okay. That is A-okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I think the next time you hear... Sarah will be on probably on our first episode, which I think will, as far as that date goes, I know it's going to be probably about mid June and we're kind of towards the latter part of April at this point. So until then, we'll see you later. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Looking forward to playing. Bye. Bye. Pathfinder is property of Paizo Incorporated. The Jewel of the Indigo Isles Adventure Path is property of Battlezoo and Roll for Combat, copyright 2022. The theme music is used with permission, written and performed by Winches and Rogues. Check them out on Bandcamp and Facebook. All trademarks are property of their respective owners.